This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like, is it okay to sell your dead sister's underwear? And, how much would you pay for some Black Lives Matter bling? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, where we decide for everyone in the quarantined world what your feelings should be. Yes. Uh, I am Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is a white male from Connecticut with a six-pack, checking several boxes for douchebag from All Lives Matter country, Phil Causey. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is indeed true. Uh, I, on paper, I should be a much bigger douchebag than I am. That, that is uh, irrefutable, really. I mean, that's... Well, there's, there's, like, cool area. There's, like, normal... There's non-douchey areas of Connecticut, which is where you're from, but no one really knows that. Uh, well, the thing the is, my, the my area is it's it's the it's the other brand of douche. You go from like suburban, um, you know, like LA fitness Guido uh, douchebag, which is like where the suburbs and like Southwest Connecticut, and then you come to my area, and I'm telling you, man, my favorite thing to do is just go around for drives in the country. There are the the ratio of Trump flags to Biden signs is seriously like. 45 to one <laughs> like it, it, you get that like redneck like tailgate like you know i like, you know trigger the libs like dumper stickers on the tailgates and shit that's everywhere here especially well, now that it's a really year. crazy post uh on facebook where it was yes. someone who posted a trump and biden and blue lives matter and black lives matter Flat, <laughs> yeah right so i like i said my favorite thing to do is go driving just just around just, it, it, there's something that, that's like very soul cleansing about just driving around in like rural america and i you know i have a convertible which checks off another douchebag box uh by the way and and so you know i was driving out with my friend mike and we saw this tree where it had like you just said it had both um the blm and the other blm and then the the harris uh, biden and then the the trump pence signs all in the same big tree so i, I the story behind that i posted it up here as you can imagine it got a lot of comments um so there are a few people from the general area who who actually live closer to where this tree is and they explained to me that apparently it's a shared driveway where it's like a long dirt driveway where there's like a few houses at the end of it. And so one guy put up the Trump sign for that was there first with the, with the, the blue live stripe flag. And then a few days or weeks, or I don't know how long it was later, the neighbor was like, I don't want people thinking I'm one of these fucking assholes. So he put the black lives matter and the Harris Biden sign directly next to it or below it. Um, and, but the thing is, is that if you didn't know that story, you would just think somebody's being a troll, which is what I thought initially. Or just someone's really undecided, really, yeah. really undecided. And me and my friend Mike, we were driving by, and we just both started laughing our asses off because it's 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 so goofy looking when you just glance at it. <laughs> and like I said, there's only that's one of like three Biden signs I've seen in the whole county that I live in. Like it's it's so a would red you area. say the ratio of Trump to Hillary is the same as the ratio of Trump to Biden. Biden hasn't won over rural Connecticut. Any more than Hillary did? Well, it's about the same. Okay, so in 2016, I was one of the people. And by the way, this is not a political show. I don't, you know, I don't know how. We, oh, that's right. We got into the topic because of the street sign. But, you know, like I said, I drive around. And uh, I, I saw in August of that year, because I always come home in August for a week every year. Um, there were a lot of Trump signs in 2016. And then there were like a few Hillary signs, probably about the same or so. Um, this year might be different because of COVID. There were also a lot of like Bernie holdovers, people who were still upset about the primary who kept their signs out. Um, and so there were way more Bernie than Hillary signs even in August. Uh, 
four years ago. Um, there's none of that up this year really at all. It's just you'll see an occasional Trump flag or Trump sign. And, and the, the flag, by the way, the Trump flag is just as common, if not more so, than the, like the, like the, the lawn sign with the two wires. Like People love the fucking the flags for whatever reason. Uh, all right. Well, joining us from where we're tri-state today, joining us from New Jersey, our guest today, Jeff Paul. Jeff. Yes. Hey, I, I am actually coming from the douchebag capital of the tri-state area, yeah. Staten Island. Oh, oh wow. Staten Island. <laughs> Phil go, wow. Hey, you know what? Staten Island is, uh, I, I have mostly good feelings towards Staten I've only been there twice. I've only been there twice. Uh, I well, went of course there once. you would. That's yeah. too, too, too many. <laughs> Yeah, that's another douchebag check mark. Is that I enjoyed my time in Staten. No, I did a, I did a bar. I did a bar show there once. It was amazing. And then I went out on a date with this smoking hot Italian girl from Staten. So two for two, Staten Island in my book. Honestly, that's what Staten Island has plenty of smoking hot Italian girls. Yeah, no, it's it ain't, it ain't no bullshit. Um, Where did so you do the bar show? Was that uh, John Kirsch's show? I have Traveling no idea. Show? I have no idea where it was. Was it Joe Rombie's show? It was right off the. One of the bus yeah, lines. You, I have no idea. Yeah, I think he did a Joe Rombie show. Were there three people there and the show started? If the show started at 8 o'clock, he came in at uh, 7.57? Yeah, yeah, well, there were the things. There were a bunch of people at the bar. It was actually an awesome fucking room. I think it was a Greg and Rob show, actually. Uh, it might have even been an open mic, to be honest with you. It was a while ago, but I had a great time there. Um, and so, anyway, so Jeff, Paul, what do you have going on right now, creatively, or in, in the uh, comedy world here, anything? Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm, uh, I'm getting up about uh, in front of live audiences about uh, three three times a week, and uh, I'm doing Zoom shows uh, other nights, and uh, so that's what I'm doing stand up. You know, uh, it's it's a little harder during COVID to work out newer material, um, <laughs> and then when you do like uh, some live shows and when you're doing more extended sets, you know, I've spoken to so many comics. And everyone has the same, like they're forgetting their older stuff. You know, like there isn't a show where I'm like, man, I should have done this or I forgot a beat on that. So it, it, it the, the reps aren't there as much. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I'm doing uh, is uh, my podcast has uh, uh, been like um, a passion project of mine. It's We talk music. It's called Who's Your Band? I co-host it with Sean Morton and we have um, actors and comedians and musicians and politicians on and we uh we talk you know a little bit about themselves and then we steer it towards music cool i like that actually that that's a cool concept the, the thing i like about that is that you, you were talking about politics a minute ago is that i feel like no matter who anybody is they like music and oftentimes you end up surprised at the music that people are into and then like two people that might not normally get along what actually it turns out they both love like the same band you know what i mean it, it, it's a very interesting thing that's cool that you do that yeah you know music everything has become so politicized yeah. uh, in, in our world today. But at least when we're talking music, you know, you're able to, for that hour, we're able to just forget about, like, even sports has become politicized. Oh, I know. Which, which is my fake outrage story for later. <laughs> um, Teaser for the end. <laughs> but yeah, at least when we're talking music, if we had um, uh, Dean Edwards and uh, we had um, the bass player for Mars Day and the time on. And, you know, no, we never brought up Black Lives Matter or protesting or anything like that. We just talked about uh, comedy and music and, you know, you know, gigging and things like that. And it was 
just so fun and great. And it turned out to be one of our better shows too. Oh, that sounds awesome. I mean, it really does. Cause like, I think music is one of the last, unless a band is like, you know, like Pussy Riot or Rage Against the Machine, unless they're specifically a protest band, then usually there's not much of that. Usually it's just people that have feelings and want to entertain people and, and that kind of thing. So that, that's awesome that you found a way to be the palate cleanser <laughs> to get away from this dystopian nightmare we're living in. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 pretty depressing uh, when you turn on the news. I mean, it really can depress you. You know, uh, no matter yeah. what, no matter what affiliation you are, you know, no, you put it on the news and it's never good. There's never a good story if you put on CNN or or any NBC network. Trump has never done a good thing in the three and a half years. And if you put on anything related to Fox or anything conservative, the Democrats have never come up with a good idea or a concept in the history of oh, and nowadays. They're all Marxist radicals too, apparently. But like, well, that's the thing that's interesting. You make an interesting point. And, and I think that it's that, cause you, you mentioned Fox news. And again, for, we try not to talk about direct politics in the show. We try to be like a silly level news story but you made an interesting point about how it's depressing and i think that's because years ago you turn on the conservative networks and it was all this fear-mongering 24 7 but now because of trump the left-wing networks are doing the same thing so it's just no matter what you're turning into or tuning into being if you're left or right it's all fear-mongering all day every day and so yeah it, it does depress and scare the shit out of people well you know? if you remember back in the 1960s when you look I at don't. <laughs> it, well, if, if, I'm sure you've read a book, Phil. You're a smart guy. Okay. <laughs> I, I've uh, heard that some shit went down back then. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There was, yeah. It was kind of similar to what we're going through today. If you looked at what uh, liberals and Democrats were, they were basically anti violent. I mean, there are iconic pictures of you'll see college students uh, putting flowers in yeah. guns. Yeah, no, right? th those are some famous pictures. Right. Yeah, and and now it seems to be the exact opposite. You have the radicals, and you know it's all violent. And if you don't agree with us, we're going to kick the shit out of you. And it's that whole mob mentality. And no matter no matter what, mm -hmm. mob mentality is never ever good. You know, you're right, and that's the thing is, and that that plays a big part. In, uh, in outrage culture and fake outrage culture, which brings us to the part of the show where we get into the outrage. <laughs> yes, uh, our first story comes to us from South Carolina. Uh, this, this, is the, this, is a, this is a good segue with, uh, with all the outrage. Uh -huh. uh, the museum caused outrage after they planned to release for sale a jewelry line made from debris from Black Lives Matter protests. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the collection featured necklaces, earrings, rings and bolo ties made with pieces of shattered window glass because when i want to stick it to the man I, I i reach for my bolo tie that's right <laughs> yeah, no, nothing says stick it to the man than to look like bruce springsteen or or an extra in gun smoke <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah burt reynolds we all know he stood for black lives matter uh, <laughs> you know, all this jewelry they really went too far when they, they expanded the line to include cock rings and anal beads which really <laughs> I don't think uh, was necessary, but uh, each piece of jewelry was named after a <laughs> black victim of police violence. There's the, there's the Brianna necklace priced at $240. There are other pieces. What, for, like, what, is, what is the Brianna necklace? Is that a bunch of like gun shells, you know, uh, bullet shells? What is it? I think they're all, they're all inspired by glass from the pro from broken windows picked up by the creators of this jewelry. From okay. The, that was my question. Is, when they say debris, it's, it's, so it's specifically broken storefronts? 
Yeah. From like from rioters. Windows, any kind of window okay. that was broken yeah, during so protest. These guys so, drove around, they collected it. So and get a glass neck. Let's also get hepatitis with it, right? <laughs> well, the other thing too is, is that, I mean, even though it's broken glass, it's still somebody else's property. Like, so some of it's stolen. It's like, it's right. I mean, wouldn't it be? I mean, I don't know if the, the property owners really wanted the broken glass back, but yeah, but I think yes, at, still, at that I guess, yeah, at that point, you know, I think the, yeah. the glass is up for grabs. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully not grabs. Can you your handle start bleeding? But you know, it, it's <laughs> definitely. Uh, so anyway, so keep going, Sandy. So these they're, they're I just naming... see, like the business owners, like they're just they're just jigsawing together all the glass pieces. <laughs> like, wait a minute, these it's still good. Are missing. Give me some packing tape. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> So they named it after some famous victims of, of police violence. And they violence had different prices. And, like the Trayvon Martin was like $45. He had like some necklace. And the, the, wow. The so like so they're literally there. putting a price on the name of famous black people. That's not a good uh, <laughs> not a good look. Right. Nothing says black lives matter more than exploitation. Yeah. Yeah. More than putting a price on it. Yeah. Um. Well, but this necklace matters a little more. That's why it's $240. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, matter. Well, in uh, of that person, uh, yeah. Bri- Brianna Taylor is the hot name right now. Because I have, I mean, how many statuses do you see on 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 uh, Instagram and Facebook? I see a ton. Maybe it's my friend circle, but I see a ton every week of like, you know, rest the cops that shot her. And so, you know, they're just trying to ten pull it. They're trying to market it. Yeah, she's entrepreneurial. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's so in right now. You need this bracelet. You need this Brianna Taylor bracelet. Show your friends that you're one of the woke ones. If you don't get that, then you're racist. She's really the end victim right now, uh, Brianna Taylor. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. see Don West on on a QVC like you got to get the the Brianna Taylor. The, the, Brianna, the, the Brianna Taylor is going. You know, we only have three left. You know, there we we're, we're, we're going to be sold out of this. You're not going to be getting for another two weeks until we break another glass window. Yes. Oh my God! It just got dropped again. It just got dropped again to two thirty nine ninety nine. Guys, it's never going to be this low. We're running out of victims. We got to cop costs through more people. We'll have no more merchandise left. Yeah, six easy payments of of uh, thirty nine ninety nine each. This can be yours. <laughs> it will look great next to your uh, next glittery protest sign for your next rally. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so. The line is called "Wear Their Names." You know, like from instead of oh, "Say Their Names," get it, guys? God. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we get it. Wow, that that's very that that's is, clever marketing. Yeah, oh, and it was man. started by a couple named Paul Chelmis and Jin Wen. And I, okay, so none of the, I looked up several articles. None of them explicitly mentioned the race of these people. One article had like poor, poor quality photos of them, mm-hmm. but they don't look black at all. And Paul looks like white. Well, well the name like Jin, Jin Wen, Wen is clearly Asian. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if there's a Blasian aspect. I don't know if Paul has a half, but I, it doesn't look like that. I, it, it's uh, trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but it does not look like they're black at all. And, uh, so it's a, so some non-black people are, are starting this line in their defense they claim that all the proceeds were going to go to charity but yeah that's is anybody following up on that right i mean exactly so uh, yeah i so they're already selling this jewelry but then the, this the the museum was gonna was gonna start selling it and i think that's where they that got, brought some more awareness to it and then yeah. um then the outrage started yeah it's one thing to sell it on your own etsy or ebay store but uh it's a whole other to when you're you're trying to sell it in the gift shop next to the little uh you know keychains and uh bouncy balls and shit right get yeah, a get so- a michael brown hands up you know fingernail bracelet yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. hands up gloves. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and I, many commenters, I mean, there's a lot of outrage. I mean, the, the one commenter tried it. Hey, nice earrings. Thanks. They're about a murder child. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, I'm just glad this didn't come out during Oscar season, you know, because, you know, next Oscar season, be like, oh, well, who are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing this lovely Chanel wraparound, Tiffany diamond studded bracelet and this Rodney King tongue ring. Uh, we call it the Rodney ring. And that is absolutely the kind of thing that like Alyssa Milano or somebody would be wearing on the red carpet. You know. Wait, hold that, on. That, Why would Alyssa Milano be on the red carpet? Is she even relevant? No, but she's she's suspect number one for not like being all about like activism and you know all this all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? She she you're right you're right because she almost isn't really even an actress anymore. She's more like a full time. Can you name the last point. thing she's done in say the last ten years since that witch show? No, um, not at all. I, I don't I even know the name of the witch show. I just know that Rose McGowan called her Charmed out. Charmed is the shit show name. Yeah. Hey, no, I think you're a secret Charmed fan. I, I, no, I, I would, I, I admit that if I was, cause that show was, uh, I, I watched a few episodes when I was little, but like, it was one of those shows where if you didn't know like the lore of it, you wouldn't get it. But the, all three girls were super hot. So like I did yes. try to watch a few episodes. Did they like, wear that, outfits and stuff? I have no, it was like, I yeah, think so it was supposed to be like a, like a three witch sisters in a modern day, whatever. So they'd like hide their identity. I think, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Were there any was. scenes when they were like in a hot tub? Um, I mean, if there were, I would have de- put it on mute for about three minutes, if you know what I mean. Maybe on pause. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was before. I think that show was on before you could do that with pause TV. Matter of fact, was it that old? Yeah, because the thing is, I had a friend in college who was a hardcore fan of that show, and they would do like the syndicated repeats of it at like nine or ten in the morning, and he'd watch it before class. And so if it was syndicated when I was in college, that was 15 years ago almost. So that means the show was probably on 20-something years ago. So that show, was that show 90s? I think it was late 90s. I don't know off the top of my wow. head, but yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah so, so, so just, just to bring it all back, then yeah. Melissa Milano is not on the red carpet wearing this jewelry. Yeah, She's wearing no, this jewelry she, in, on Rodeo Drive. Yeah, no, she'd find a way to get back to the red carpet just to show off this jewelry. Like she's that kind of person, you know what oh, I mean? Exactly. Someone would be naked except for this jewelry. Yeah, yeah, she'd show up and crash it. Put <laughs> <laughs> her necklace and be like, me. yeah. Look at me. I'm wearing yeah. dead people jewelry. Yeah, I'm wearing this. And if you don't let me on here, then you don't think the Black Lives Matter. That's right. That's right. Because you're a part of the problem. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> no, she would too. What were you saying, Sandy? I'm sorry. Uh, I, the, so the victim, so after the outrage, they they pulled the jewelry line. The victims or the uh, creators stopped the jewelry and they uh-huh. released a statement. Though we only wanted to honor the victims' names and retell their story, we see how now that using those names was inappropriate and in poor taste. Uh, blah blah. While our intentions are pure, we consulted a wide variety of people before <laughs> launching. It's clear that there are issues with the approach that we took. We consulted a why, why wide variety. Why, yeah, you sure don't have did. to, you know, you know, you don't have to. If you're a jewel, everyone doesn't have to retell these stories. They're, they're, the stories are being told. You you don't have to find a different creative way to monetize retelling these stories. I may um, be going out on a limb here, but I get the feeling that they, they were kind of trying to profit off of this. <laughs> you think maybe? I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just spitballing. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, get the feeling. Yeah. You know, because you think about it, what's the profit margin from bo- broken piece of glass to two hundred and forty dollars? Yeah, what's your overhead? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what they're manufacturing these 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 pieces of jewelry, but they run a sweatshop down in that basement. <laughs> yeah, they're when they run out of inventory, 
they just yeah. start they just start like throwing glasses on <laughs> they just start breaking windows and throwing <laughs> glass on the ground oh yeah because it becomes the hot thing they, they, they aren't yeah. going out and committing crimes just to get more uh yeah well no lady's name was lynn too so she has like a bunch of uh, her relatives tied up in the basement and they're they're actually making the jewelry <laughs> all right see I, I wanted to piggyback your sweatshop joke anyway yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah what's their sales figures at <laughs> yeah we should ask them um so as far as the outrage goes in this one uh, i think this is uh um uh, this is a jeremy lynn slam dunk <laughs> of the outrage um because look there's a time and a place to uh to me making jewelry and trying to make a little money and uh protests of police brutality is not one of them <laughs> that's my whole thing on that so yeah sandy buddy, yeah. what's your feelings on that i mean if you are be black I mean, don't be a white and an Asian couple trying to sell Black Lives Matter shit. Uh, and naming yeah. it after and saying oh, we had to do something. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to do anything. You could have just sided. You could have just showed your support, you know, and uh, that's all you had to do here. <laughs> you didn't have to try to collect yeah. class and sell it. And Yeah, no. And, and his, his name is Paul. What was his last name? Did it end in either Wits or Berg? Because I feel like, uh, you know, if you're trying to go out oh, there and create God. your business opportunities, um, especially, anyway, that... It's Chelmis. He, oh, well, that's, that's... What is that? What nationality would that be? Chelmis? <laughs> We're just throwing... Oh, that, come on, man. That has Jew written all over it. Does it? Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I wasn't far off. Phil, right. Phil Chelmis my, is, is definitely Jewish. In my very, very, very casual yeah. um, hack Jew jokes there. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Leave, leave it to the Jews and the Asians to profit off of the blacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so as far as that so uh jeff i assume you're with us on that one legit outrage uh, yeah i'm on board with you guys. <laughs> yeah i think this is uh you know that's this a, that's one of those ones where there wasn't much of a discussion is more of just like jokes about how tasteless these people are uh moving along and in fact unintentionally sandeep this is the uh the the weird entrepreneurial uh selling weird shit on the internet episode of this show uh, this next story comes to us from across the pond over in the UK, which is where we, we often go there for some of our stories. Because weird shit, people give give the US shit, especially in places like Florida and, uh, you know, like Oregon and stuff. But I'm telling you, the UK, they, they keep up <laughs> in the terms of weirdness. They really do. Especially out in the more rural parts, like this part, out in uh, Scotland. This comes to us from Irishire, Scotland, this one. And a man on the internet, drummed up some outrage when he decided to sell his sister's used panties on the internet. Uh, however, there's a I kicker mean, she's to this. not going to be using them anymore. That's true, because she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, guess sorry, this... I talked before the... No, before no, it's totally fine. Because um, this dude was going through his sister's place. I guess she was dead, getting rid of it. And he decided to... Uh, I'm assuming he found her laundry hamper while he was cleaning out the house and he thought, I'm going to sell these to creeps on the internet because it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I well, read that this is what she would have wanted. Yes, I read this article and I have a bunch of questions. I, but, but the first one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Size 14. What is that in American? I thought that wasn't American. Is I, that? Know, I think it's pretty close. Listen, I mean, shoe unless, size is definitely different. Like shoe size European is different. Shoe I think, size. No, I'm going to look that up right Man, now because I don't actually know. If it's over a size four, I'm not buying a dead woman's panties. 
<laughs> I have a strict policy on buying dead women panties. Yeah, it's, it's five. Like, it's size four or below. Okay. Yeah. But size fourteen. Okay. You cut it in half. Still, still too much for me. So you're still down with fat shaming, just but just only on the living. No, no, even on the dead. But wait. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm if I'm you're buying fat shaming. Just I, have, not, I, have, I have no problem with 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 a heavy chick. I you mm-hmm. know I. I, I like that. I like it. I like it curvy like that. Oh, see, but, I, I, but when it comes I don't. To, uh, that's why I was so proud of you because you're body shaming someone who's 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 dead. So it's like, no, hey, you know what? Yeah, it's dead. If it, see, it's different when it's dead. And it's exactly because she's dead. Right. She's not going to be able to eat anymore. So she'll be able to maintain that size. Well, but for in her. the panties <laughs> defense, she wasn't wearing them when she was dead. She was wearing them spoiled? when she was alive. So as far as you spoiled? know, I mean, it's still alive. Do they have nicotine? Do they have nicotine stains? Now I that's mean, an excellent question. Right. So he was selling the dirty ones for 10 pounds each, which is about 13 bucks when you convert Are you it. theorizing that her vagina had a smoking habit? I, who, no, no, no. Nicotine stains are, are, are ass stains in the back. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Um, oh, no. We, no, we call them skin marks. Is that the new term? Okay. And also yeah. the- Somehow I just brought the show to a crash and halt with that. <laughs> well, I, I was trying <laughs> to look up the, the, the size charts. So the, the clean ones were two pounds, which is like a little shy of three bucks. And the dirty ones were 10 pounds, like I said, which is about 13 bucks. And he was offering discounts for uh, multiple pairs of purchases. Yeah, uh, so mean, yeah, obviously. Volume well, discount. That's Yeah. It, you're not going to buy clean ones. You've got to buy the dirty ones. Yeah, save on shipping, of course. Um, and so- People on the internet, when they saw this Facebook ad, as Save you can clearly imagine, or <laughs> did he charge? Did he charge a a, a handling fee as well? I, I hope so. <laughs> I really do. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it all the way. Um, Unless you got a dirty underwear Prime account, and then <laughs> then, then you know, it's for hundred dollars a year, you can get as many as you need. <laughs> exactly. You find sign for the yearly package every. Can you imagine like going to the mailbox and like, being excited like you ordered? They finally came. You you take it out of the bag. You unlock the Ziploc. Like, oh, it, it's it's so blue velvet. <laughs> well, or you get the, you get the the used panty of the month club where he just the guy mails you a different one of his sisters. Uh, every month. It's always got to be a dead one. Always, right? he, yeah, he runs out of he kills his other sisters so he can have more merchandise. <laughs> you know, well, there's got to be catfishing going on here. You know, you just show a picture of your hot sister and then just have like random, just get random people. You just was she hot? Panties. Oh, well, see, you just make an assumption. Was she that's hot? That's the other weird thing too, is that that means that he he might've been like, hey, I think my sister's hot enough to sell her underwear. <laughs> like that might've been yeah, a conscious thought for this. Yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> I've done it myself. I mean, and she's my sister. I What about the non-related people? They're going <laughs> to yeah, make it enough. I used to sniff these all the time when we were both teenagers, and now you can too. You know, let's. Does he have his mother's bras for sale? <laughs> you know how, like, you know how, like, we're guys, and it's like we can't really understand what it's like to be a woman in today's world. Like, they, like, every once in a while, you know, they'll they'll just say stuff like shit they have to deal with, and you're like, my god, like, can you imagine just there being a market for our used underwear? Like, can you imagine being that gender or living that kind of life? Oh, I found the size chart, by the way. I think there's plenty people of people are just so like, fetishized to you where people yeah. would just want your underwear. Yeah, but here's the unseen. Thing. So you're a smart guy, Sand Depp, and here's what you got to understand with when it comes to fetishes. You don't pick fetishes. Fetishes pick you. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, no fetishes pick me. There's no Indian male. Oh, no, no. I'm sure boxer you, have, fetish. you have a, a fetish that's, that's hidden deep, dark inside the, the Sand Depp psyche. 
Okay. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Are you guys? Way. You're talking about two different things, though, because uh, Jeff, you're talking about what Sandeep would be into behind closed doors. Yes. Sandeep's talking about like people developing an Indian fetish to who would want to get with him. So oh, it, that's, it, a, that's a very specific fetish. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I just love just Indian doctor comedians. Isn't it yes. weird that underwear? Like, I want to send socks. Sandy, like, do you have socks pop- you could send me? I do. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, yes. I only, oh, I have them in the hamper too, so they haven't oh, been washed, and yes. so that's that's yes. fifteen dollars. No, but have you have you recently played tennis in them? Socks. I have. I, I want actually played tennis. I have those very socks in the hamper. Well, I got the half chub. Uh, and you got you know what? I like your face, Phil. I'll give you fifty percent off. Seven fifty. So according to the uh, UK size chart here, I found this on uh, bellstaff.eu. Bellstaff, by the way, is a terrific clothing company. I own a very expensive pair of jeans from them, and they are not paying me to say that. They really do make fucking killer uh, jeans and a lot of good clothes. Um, so on, in the UK, if you're a size 14, that it would be an XL, which is a 12 in American, oh, which is still awfully... Uh, that's beyond the Jeff Paul dead chick um, uh, preference. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely. Not only is this guy's like, I want to sell my sister's <laughs> panties. Like, I want to sell my, my, you know, my fat sister's panties. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very pounds. specific fetish. Maybe he <laughs> can expand more. his market. Maybe he can get like dead aunts, dead grandmothers, you know, <laughs> you know dead cousins. This dude is just like crashing funerals, and after everybody else leaves, he like sneaks in and he just steals fucking. Like, what a ghoul! What a yeah. ghoul! Like yeah, yeah, he, he's digging up the the, the coffee. Oh, let me grab the ah. Oh, what a what a creep this guy is. So what's the market for this? It'd be like necrophiliac chubby chasers. <laughs> it's like very, it's like very 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 small. Uh, again, again, in their defense, she was wearing them when she was alive, so it's not really. It's not really dead women's panties. It's a it's panties of a woman who's now dead. I mean, there's got to be a difference, right? Because there's got to be also be like p- yeah, underwear I'm, from actual corpses. That's got to be a separate fetish. I'm the gonna pair call she was wearing while she died is actually the most expensive one. I think, right? That'd be the one that uh, you charge the most for. Because that's the one she like defecated in when she lost the controls <laughs> of her bowels. I think they should advertise on the NFL. Huge nicotine, the, the biggest nicotine. <laughs> whatever you call it yes. every every nascar sponsored by dead women's panties you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck bush light and bud light we want we want uh on the car on the car <laughs> a soiled pair of panties on the car sponsored by this weirdo from england <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't even know what nascar is there probably um oh man so this yeah this one is just weird um, I think this one is definitely also a uh, legit outrage. Uh, I mean, this is um, on the account that it's beyond the offensiveness aspect, just on the account that it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> that, weird. Yeah. Is that what you think too, Jeff? When you read that, you were like, this is just fucking bizarre. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> bizarre. No, I, I do it myself. In fact, uh, <laughs> and I don't even have a sister. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course it's weird. It's it's weird. It's creepy. Um, it devalues uh, his sister's life, I, I believe. So, yeah, man, it, I think there is a genuine outrage there. Yeah, I think it's it's very – and also, too, imagine if you were the guy who that was your thing and you bought him and then you found out after that she was dead. You'd feel weird about that, wouldn't you? Was she married? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, 
Like the yeah. husband is, I want a cut. I want my cut. If she's going to die. <laughs> I want my cut of, 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 hus- of her soil panty sales. Well, it also well, didn't specify. Well, now, you know what? Women, it's a whole new category. Women have to put in their will now. Like, you know, I leave my car to my son and sell <laughs> uh, <laughs> the house panties, to my daughter. And then my all my, I leave my hamper to Niles and no one else. My bras, <laughs> go to the children's school. Uh, so what's your ruling right on... now? I'm going to ask if she has any like panties that she wants to get rid of. What's your ruling on this one, uh, Sandeep? What do you? I, you know, think? this is weird. It's, it's not. See, I'm trying to understand the principle that we should, because, the like you clearly could sell like your family members' things, like her TV. So am I just? Am I just? Am I just wanting to say I'm outraged at the at the idea that people are selling used underwear? Women are selling used underwear because that's the idea that's making me uncomfortable. Or then how she's well, dead. Being dead. She's <laughs> dead. She's dead. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't want it. She well, here's the thing, though, is if she were alive and she were selling her own, that'd be one thing. But she's right. dead. And exactly. she, she can't make this decision. You, you know, yeah, I mean? she don't have a say in the matter. Exactly. Right. And so that, can you not sell anything? of your can you not tell her any well, of her no but th- this is a specific thing that's being sold because it's being sold for men to jack off to you know what i mean like the, it, it's different <laughs> than, than giving wait how do you know that they're not just going to use it as like well, you know like what, because it, it, it said or that i mean it does say in the they ad might just ideal clean the counters with it like you know rags you know like they might sometimes <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just I couldn't painting. get this stain off my favorite set of China uh, China wear, but then I bought these used woman's panties, and it turns out the fabric in it j- just gets those tomato sauce it's stains. It's a new right stain off. remover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is though, is that um, other belongings you're not going to beat off to someone's uh, you know used cookie jar or used TV or DVD player. But th- it says in the ad, ideal for fetish. It does say that, and okay. so uh, that would be the thing is that it, it, it's it's you can't get consent from her for this because she's dead. So you got, I have to go, I have to stick legit outrage. Um, normally selling your relative stuff is okay, but I think anything that's sexual in nature, it kind of presents another layer to it. And that's, that's where I, be, I believe the outrage is from on this particular topic. There's a difference between selling a TV or, or a radio compared to old soiled panties. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No one's jerking off. To, to someone's, uh, I don't know, like their, their their fucking doll or their iPad, okay? But then, yeah. but then it like some type of article of clothing, especially people are definitely jerking off on their iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that that's you can use it for other stuff too. I mean, use panties. I feel like we've we we've only thought of the only four uses possible, which is apparently cleaning dishes, jacking off, and trying them on. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think I was buying the clean dishes. Clean dishes came the first. Yeah, the first uh, or whatever the fuck. Anyway, oh, so yeah, 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 I'll agree. All right, real outrage. I do like your 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 feeble attempt at devil's advocacy <laughs> on that topic, though, Sunday. Uh, all right, so now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, uh, Jeff Paul. Is there anything you are currently outraged about that you might have alluded to twenty minutes ago <laughs> that you want to let some steam off on here? Yeah, well, I'll let you guys you know chime in on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you know, guys, I'm I'm a big sports fan. We were talking a little sports yeah. before we uh, came on, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this made national news. Is that a uh, uh, Baker Mayfield? quarterback of the Cleveland uh, Browns mm-hmm. uh, has decided to stand during the national anthem as opposing to Neil, you know, the rest of the team is going to stand as well, but he changed because he had earlier in the season and uh, preseason had come out with a stance that he's going to kneel. And now everybody is standing for the national anthem. And supposedly 
people are outraged by this? Um, what people are outraged by this? It, I well, guess it's the people wanting well, to kneel, right? Well, what happened was um, to piggyback on that story, you know, on Thursday night, you had the Chiefs and Texans play. Mm -hmm. And because they came out and locked arms and it was somewhat political, you know, there was bo uh, booing because they had fans in the stadium in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm sorry, in Kansas City. And uh, people were booing. And then this made it on all the uh, the sports talk shows nationally. And it was in a bunch of newspapers. So, so you're overall, you're upset that, that we have to talk about this along with the game now every goddamn week. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you guys, do you think that this is fake outrage? Or, you know, like, do you personally, I don't give a shit if you come out before the game and lock arms in unity and you I, I don't think there's a problem with it, but I don't know why people have a problem with it. Because you know, what, you know what it is? People don't want to politicize sports. They want to keep it completely out of mm -hmm. sports. It's supposed to be escapism and that sports brought it in. But yeah. I, you could, I don't think you could avoid that in today's climate. That, that's what I'm saying. And even if, you know, and even I'm looking to avoid it, you know what? I saw people today on uh, social media saying, I'm not watching the pregame. I'm not watching the national anthem. I'll put it on when kickoff happens. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this is one of those topics that two years ago would have been a very short discussion, but nowadays there's a lot to unpack. You know what I mean? I do think that I, I've read articles where the NFL players themselves don't care whether someone sits or stands and they're, they're in solidarity with like whatever your personal decision is. They're not, you know, they're, they're cool with it. Uh, and I, I, I wonder how many people were white it feel, it's really only white people that just seem to make a big deal out of this stuff. And the people who are affected, <laughs> which are the black lives, they are not counting, tabulating who's standing, who's sitting. It's, and that's not like Baker Mayfield saying, I'm standing because I don't support Black Lives Matter. He's just like, I'm standing. And I, I think everyone's cool with it. It's, it's so, yeah, for me, clearly it's fake outrage. It's fake outrage, right? Well, and I think there's a okay. difference between NFL players and NBA players. One, the NBA contracts are guaranteed. NFL contracts aren't gu guaranteed. So if you if a player gets mm -hmm. cut, he does he doesn't get that that money if he opts out. Well, the can't. shelf life too of an NFL player is only two or three years. Where in the NBA, right. you can be a bench player if you're just tall for fucking ten years, even though Ryan you're not Scala famous. You're yeah, you're, you're even if you're not famous, you're still making you're still making the NBA contract. Right. Whereas so in the NFL, you might only you literally might only have twenty four months to make your money, and then you're fucking done. So yeah, it, for sure, I, that that's actually an aspect I didn't think of until you just said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what the thing is, it's it's easy to be kind of like, you know, to, to, to take a hard stance when you have a guaranteed contract and mm -hmm. you have, you know, you don't have as much diversity in the NBA as you do in the NFL. If you really think about it, the NFL is probably the most diverse league in sports because you do have yeah. black, white, you have, you have women on the, on the, uh, on the uh, coaching uh, staffs. Um, you there are no Indians racists. Uh, actually, there. Why there, are I don't there know no Indians? No, that's huh? not true. Wait, isn't, one of the owners is a brown guy. I don't know if he's Indian specifically. <laughs> Shot Khan, yeah, that guy. And isn't the yeah. uh, offense uh, defensive coordinator for the uh, 49ers, um, uh, Indian? Saleh? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he is as well. So I think there is a lot of diversity. He looks too jacked yeah. to be Indian. I don't know. Well, he's a, he's, uh, he's a jacked Indian. You know, he, he goes to the gym. Mate, you know, if you, no listen, from India. you, you put no the fine that this guy put in, you could be a jacked Indian too. So, so Jeff, your, your personal outrage as far as this goes, though, is it what are you are you one of the people that's annoyed that it's in sports? Or do you, do you think it's actually kind of a cool platform? Like, what's your... No, I, I, listen, I think 
I don't even know why we we give it any type of attention. Like who like who cares? Like who like I'm when I turn into to uh to a baseball game, a basketball game, I just mm-hmm. want to watch the sport. Okay. And if, yeah. if someone has a political message, you know, that's fine. I I if I agree with it, great. If I don't agree with it, great. I don't like it cram down my my uh throat. And I don't think that cramming it down your throat, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so you're one of the people that, that wants to keep it separate. Um, the thing is, is that I, I guess, and this is kind of just my own um, sort of like uh, stance on this. I feel like the reason why a lot of these guys do it is because these guys are famous folks whose their opinion might not matter to an average fan, but in a lot of cases, they're somebody who they're admired by, in many cases, millions of people. And so maybe, you know, it, it, it makes people whose brains are still developing and a lot of the younger fans, especially in the NBA, you know, you got these icons like, you know, LeBron James, some of these guys who, you know, every, every kid in certain neighborhoods wants to be that guy when they grow up. So they idolize him. And so, um, you know, he, he wants to kind of help uh, sort of change the views in some things in, in the country. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, but so let me ask you if they, they did all this stuff and they did it off the field and maybe not during the anthem, would that be a better time or place for you? No, but here's, here's why I think it's people upset is not mm-hmm. the players themselves, but the hypocrisy of the leagues. And I'll give you an example. Oh, hell yeah. But I'll give you an example. Hell what I'm yeah. talking about. Okay. You know, uh, no problem uh, having uh, black lives matter or any other type of protest on uniforms, on helmets. Right. Mm-hmm. But a couple of years ago, when five Dallas cops got shot and the Cowboys wanted to wear something as a tribute to, to, to those five cops, then, then the NFL said they'll find any player that wears a sticker or a, a, anything to mention that. So that is where I think the outrage is real. So you, so you think that um, some of the players are being kind of more censored than others? Is that what you're, what you're... No, no. I think the league is censoring issues more. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? So the ca- the Cowboys wanted to wear something in tribute to the five police officers that mm-hmm. were were uh, shot, mm-hmm. and the NFL said no. Then okay. you fast forward because of all the political pressure that's going on in the world now. Then the NFL caves in and says you can wear anything you want regarding. Uh, black well, that that uh, I think that either one, if you're whether you're a blue lives or a black lives person, I think that. Um, in terms of individuality, um, I think you should be allowed. If it's as long 100%. as something doesn't affect the overall uniform, yeah, throw a sticker. I don't really give a shit. I mean, you see it a little bit in um, in in baseball. I'm a big baseball guy where dudes wear the craziest your, necklaces and shit. Who's your and, team? Um, I'm a Yankees fan. Okay. Yeah, or I'm assuming you are too, right? You're no, no. I'm a, I'm a Met fan. The reason why I asked you yeah. is that last year. Um, Pete Alonzo bought a uh, 9-11 cleats for everything. Oh, yeah. And then a bunch and, of other players asked him, like, hey, can you find a way to custom right. make those? But the but the Major League Baseball fined Pete Alonzo for, and, and the, the Mets for wearing those cleats until there was such a backlash that they rescinded the uh, Yeah. The well, and that's the thing is that, like, that, that right there is not even a modern-day political issue. That's something that happened 20 years ago, and they're just honoring the victims and the responders. Especially and, in New York. Yeah, especially for, and also too. By the way, those those cleats were they not fucking cool as hell looking? Absolutely, <laughs> they, they were, were awesome. Well. Like they were, I thought they were, and they wore them this year again. 
Yeah. Uh, no, I, I hope that becomes a yearly thing just because, and again, anything that doesn't affect the overall uniform, as long as you're wearing the same shirt and pants and, you know, helmet or hat as your, you can do like a necklace or a shoe. I don't care personally. And I think no one should care what your individuality, um, you know, when it comes to individuality on your uniforms, you know? Agreed. What do you think, Sandeep? Because I know you're a big football guy. <laughs> oh. Are you? Oh, yeah, I love football. Yeah. I don't. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone really cares what people. Whether I think the whole thing with, was let Colin Kaepernick do what he wants to do. Let him show his protest. I don't think the movement was about pressuring anyone else to to kneel or stand. It's just let these people express it. And he wasn't doing it. He wasn't doing it in a loud way. He wasn't you know distracting from the game. It's the it's the it's the national anthem. It's before the game, and he was just he was just kneeling. It wasn't that drawing was that fake, much attention. That was himself. fake outrage. You're, you're, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Colin, uh, and, but these are two separate issues. But what Colin Kaepernick did uh, before the game, you know, if, that, if, that's, his, if that's his choice, um, he's not the first person to do it. That, that, you know, he's not disrupting the game. He's not, you know, he's just simply kneeling to take a stance on something, mm-hmm. to bring attention to an issue. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think, the, again, the NFL handled it horribly. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the NFL is, uh, I feel like, and, and this is kind of a little bit of a separate issue. I feel like the, com- the only commissioner who's been intelligent over the last couple of years has been the NBA one. I feel like MLB Adam and Silver. NFL are both completely poorly run. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I think Adam Silver and also, um, Rob Manfred is the, yeah. Who's the uh, NHL? Uh, oh, I have no idea. I forgot. I forgot his name, but they yeah. both they both do a good job. You can see what's going on uh, during COVID, and you know the way these sports are taking place in the bubble. The NBA looks fantastic. The NHL quality <sighs> of the games are amazing. Uh, they, yeah, it, it looks. Yeah. Both MLB is right. a joke this year, and I'm so upset about it. Agreed. I mean, they and again, this is not a sports show, but they should have gone with the original Arizona plan rather than flying around the country. But you know. That's just uh, that's just my thing. So yeah, that was, so the, play, that was the players' union. No, though, not accepting that. Yeah, that was well. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to play in Arizona in July and August every single day either. <laughs> no, you could have played it. You could have played in a in a dome. You could yeah, have played in, in Texas and in Houston in a dome. Yeah, they just didn't want to be in a bubble. Yeah, well, I mean, they should have wanted to because and then half the player. I mean, how many games have gotten canceled this year? It's every single day. There's at least yeah. one COVID cancellation. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, as far as the hours now, and I think that that's actually a pretty deep topic. I, I, I like that, um, that, that you brought that to the show because we don't get to talk sports on this, this uh, platform very often, even though Sandeep and I are both, you know, big into it. Um, yeah. I think that when, when it comes to that particular, like the, cause there are some people who, they're very hypocritical about it because you notice how in, um, in certain sports uh, you'll see somebody take a stand for an issue and then people who disagree with the stance on the issue that was taken, they go, I want that out of my sports. But then as soon as somebody takes an issue that they agree with, they get mad and they're like, well, yeah, that's right. That's my player. He's my boy. Cause he's on my side of that. And it's like, well, what do you want? Do you want people to be agreeing with you all the time? Or do you want people to take it out of sports? And I feel like that's kind of one of those things where that's like people like to have America their cake today. and eat it too. Huh? That's like everybody in America today. Oh, it's, it's, it's we truly have, unbelievable. We don't have debate. We, all we have is, you know, I'm, I'm going to say my shit. 
And then yeah. you say your shit and nobody listens. Nobody, now, nobody, nobody ever goes, hey, you know, Phil, that was a pretty good point you made. You know, yeah. I, I, I'll consider it. Nobody says that. I'm wait, I can't wait for these political debates, you know, uh, presidential debates between Biden and uh, Trump because okay. neither one of these fucking guys are going to listen. Oh, it's going to be two hours of just two old guys who don't know where they are anymore just <laughs> taking shots of whiskey. And it's going to be like what you see at the bar when two of my drunk uncles uh, like that. That is this exactly. It's going to be the same dialogue. They're going to call each other commies and call each other racist. It's going to be awesome. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For two hours straight. And, and, and as a country, it's such a sad commentary because th this is the best that we can offer up. <laughs> go back to 2006 that's why i kept saying i'll vote for whoever will get me more spots that's who i'm voting for <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make it about jeff paul that's right jeff paul 2024 um that that is a pretty uh pretty good place to end right there um and you can you can email us and tell us how racist we are the fake outrage report at gmail.com i'm at fucking phil on instagram that's ph and fucking sandeep send comic is where you find him if you have 30 seconds of your life get on that itunes give us those good old five stars it will help out i think we're gonna do a whole episode soon by the way people who who uh shout us out there i don't know we'll We'll talk about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Jeff, where, where, where are we finding you? You can find me on uh, Facebook, Jeff Paul, uh, Jeffrey Paul. You could uh, find me on Twitter, uh, Jeffrey Paul uh, 17, or you can find me on Instagram, uh, Jeffrey Paul 2363. I don't know why I picked those numbers. Because <laughs> um, it's very easy to follow, 2363. Um, yes, but you could, um, you could find me there. Uh, you know, uh, Who's Your Band podcast. You know, um, you know, we, we come out with a new edition every uh, Friday afternoon and, uh, you know, just check my page, you know, for uh, shows that are coming up. All right. Awesome. And uh, so before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, my uh, boxers and tennis socks will be on, the, on our <laughs> website. Uh, $20 and uh, for the clean ones. Christmas uh, is coming up, Sandy. Up. I, I yep. need gifts. I need stockings. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. No, I'm not a size 14. I'm, I'm, I'm smaller than that. So <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to charge a premium. <laughs>